तस्मै श्री गुरवे हेलो एंड वेलकम टू साइलेंट विजडम ऑनलाइन सत्संग इट्स ग्रेट टू बी टुगेदर अगेन एंड हैव स्पिरिचुअल डिस्कशन सो टुडे द सजेशन हैड कम टू टेक अप दिस टॉपिक ऑन लेयर्स ऑफ द माइंड एक्चुअली लास्ट वीक एंड ऑल दो आई हैव टेकन इट अप आई मस्ट ऑल्सो शेयर विद यू ऑल दैट आई थिंक दिस इज द मोस्ट डिफिकल्ट part of the whole path of knowledge program so please a disclaimer uh, i will try my best to share this because you all know how complex this is one it is part of the illusion second uh, there is very less direct experience here it's a lot of theory and there are so many concepts all intertwined into each other so it's pretty complex actually but uh, i will still try okay so just excuse me and don't mind if one i am not able to explain it properly or second if you don't understand if you don't understand don't worry one it is optional now that i've already told you it's not something that you need to know it's really optional and uh, the second thing is it is really really complex okay so but still we'll try to get into it okay now the name of the topic as i have shared thank you as i have shared with you is layers of the mind so first we will understand a few terms before we actually get into it okay when we say mind okay now um the layman's understanding of mind is my mind like you know the software of my brain which is the thoughts feelings emotions and uh, guruji in this program has used the term memory which is a better term than mind actually uh, but again the problem with using memory is because again the way we think memory is recall or remembrance of an old experience but when he is saying memory it is it does not mean memory okay it means everything that is there all of experience everything that uh can be experienced right now and even that which possibly cannot be experienced right now but can be experienced later which actually uh i think i prefer the to use the word chitta in the hindi program the word that is used is chitta that is closer to this understanding okay so now let me try to explain it uh through a simple example um now let's say i own a piece of land okay so let's say even my house if i take it uh, there is a piece of land and i say it is my land but actually this piece of land is a very very small part of the entire land in totality okay so when we say land actually it is all of earth isn't it it's all of earth and on earth by itself there are no boundaries Uh, who has created the boundaries we we humans have created the boundaries and we have said you know these are continents and countries and then states and districts and areas and houses for convenience and survival and within that i say this is my land so similarly when i say my mind okay it is just i'm talking about a very very small area 
or let's say I'm talking about a drop in the ocean. So just like this land is very small in the entire earth, the piece of land that I own, this mind also, when we use the word mind here today, uh, and I will differentiate it by, by saying local mind or universal mind. So the terms Guruji has used are local memory and universal memory. But um, also the request had come and I think for understanding for most people using the word mind might be more useful. Okay, so whatever works. What I'm sharing over here is that mind, memory and chit are being used synonymously over here. Okay. So that is what, so when we say mind, it means the entire mind, everything, everything that is, everything that can be experienced, not your mind, your little mind. No, not at all. Okay, This is the first thing. Now, the second thing is that, uh, again, taking the example of the piece of land that I own. See, I own this piece of land for a temporary period, right? Um, because before me, somebody else was owning it and after me, somebody else will own it. So it is only for a very, very temporary period. At the same time, I, Muni, am also for a temporary period of time. Muni was not there a few years back and Muni will not be there a few years later on. So Muni herself is temporary. And then even this piece of land is temporary, isn't it? So... If you see, the ownership is temporary, the owner is temporary, and that piece is also temporary. But for this temporary period of time, and for the sake of survival, I say that I, I Muni, exists, and I own this piece of land, right? Similarly, for a temporary period, there is a local mind, a mind or a local memory that exists that you think is your mind. So, now, is it really important to know about this whole of mind, this whole of memory or chit that we are talking about? That means whole, not the local, not yours only, but actually what is mind or chit or memory? Well, it all depends, isn't it? Like, for example, um, if I take the example of my mate, she does not even know anything beyond India. Does that really matter for her? No, not really. You know, she knows Pune and a few districts here and there and that is good with her for her survival. But maybe for somebody, it will be important to know how this earth has been divided. How many continents are there? How were these continents formed? What are the differences between them? How many countries are there in each uh, continent, what are the capitals of each of these countries, right? So it all depends. So again, this particular information, this particular topic that we are going to do today is actually very, very optional. It's not that you need to know this, but yes, for some people, you know, the mind is also like that, that I want to know how this is all done, how it will all be created. Okay. So I'll just take a pause over here and ask that at least some of you is it making sense what I have shared? Any questions that you may have? I'm going to pause at various places uh, during this topic today. So anything anybody would like to ask here? Yes, thank you, thank you. Okay, 
So now we are going to start from the beginning. Uh, how these layers are formed. Okay. Okay, Sanjay has a question. Can inanimate objects be called as mind? Yes, everything, everything is part of the mind. Animate, inanimate, things that you can experience, things that you cannot experience. Uh, the mind is this earth, this whole solar system, the galaxies, the other galaxies, the constellations, whatever. Anything that your, your local mind, your little mind, can think of, can imagine what all is there and even things which are beyond its imagination. All is part of the mind. Okay. Everything is mind. Yes. Okay. Now we are uh, going to start from the beginning of the creation. But before I come to that, I want to share with you an analogy. Okay. You will also have to excuse me because, you know, analogies cannot be perfect. I have just tried to use it to simplify so that later on when we actually get on to the topic, you can understand that. Okay. So, um, the character that I have taken is Elon Musk. I hope everybody knows uh, Elon Musk. Um, today, he is, the, he is the most influential, powerful and rich person and owner of Twitter, AI and Tesla and many more things. So he is very rich today in technology, uh, power, influence and of course money. Got all the resources. Okay. So everything you can say the most powerful person. Now let's assume, now this is going to get into a story. Let's assume that um, Elon Musk gets up in the morning and everything is sorted in his life. Okay, like all the businesses are running everything and he has a free mind, completely free, no agenda. There is silence over there. Okay. And but just because he's silent does not mean that nothing is there, right? There is a potential for everything. Anything is possible over there. So he thinks, okay, now, you know, I think I need to create a new business, something new. So he thinks of, okay, uh, do I want to create a new chain of restaurants? And then he says, no, 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 let it be. Then he thinks, okay, do I want to create a jewelry store? No. Do I want to create? So, you know, like different, all the possibilities are there. And he's just sitting in silence and thinking of various possibilities. And they all come and they drop. And then he thinks of, okay, why don't I create an ultimate game? Okay, I would like to create an ultimate game. And when this thought comes to him to create the ultimate game, it starts making sense to him. He feels, yes, this idea has potential. So he thinks more about it that, you know, because he owns artificial intelligence and he has money and everything, this should be able to work out. So let's say he then connects with the three or four of his core team members and talks to them that I'm thinking of creating this, the ultimate game, a new business. What do you all say? So let's say majority of them agree and they say, yes, yes, very good idea, Elon, let's go for it. Okay. So it becomes a little more structured here, you know. So it was just a thought, an idea, which now after having talked to three or four people starts taking shape. And then he says, okay, work on it. 
and then all of these four or five people they start talking to other people and they get into action and as they get into action more ideas more thoughts so you know it starts taking shape and some something starts to appear now an idea starts becoming more and more concrete and then they decide that they are going to invite all the game developers across the world to come and contribute to this particular game so they decide on that and they go on about it and then they will decide that whatever will be the best game whoever will come up with the best game that is the game that we are going to launch uh, across the globe and that will be the ultimate game that is how they decide and then it goes on so you know like they advertise and all game developers uh, they come and uh, share their ideas so you can imagine you know there will be first lot of elimination rounds first round second round third round so many rounds people are coming with ideas getting dropped and finally of course after many maybe you know 10 12 15 rounds let's say um, seven developers get selected okay out of all those rounds so seven developers get collected and they create the ultimate game and this ultimate game has seven levels okay so they come up with that and whoever like looks at that game like everybody is in awe this is the perfect game this really everyone matlab this is going to like blow everyone's mind this is the game we should go for and now how the game is decided is that there are these seven levels into the game and um, it is going to be and they would be actually training a lot of people across the globe who will create those places where you can play the game so it's not a game that you know you come and play on your computer or mobile no so in every country in uh, every state and they have the resources right they will create those hubs where people can go and actually play that game and one of the things about that game is that in those seven levels you have to start from the beginning for every level you have a different costume okay so when you go and start playing that game let's say you go to level 1 there is a particular costume let's say the costume is red in color and it has certain features the costume only allows you to do certain things so let's say you, it is red in color and it only allows you to sense you are once you wear that costume you cannot see you cannot hear you cannot touch uh, no you can touch you cannot taste but you can touch you can you know it it only allows you that so whatever the you know obstacles that will come on your way in level 1 only through sensing them you have to deal with it then you clear level 1 you go to level 2 on the level 2 let's say the color again the dress the costume changes and the costume is not just clothes it could be something like an astronaut suit which really really limits you okay uh, if you can imagine if on level 1 once you are wearing the costume you cannot all your four senses that you have in this body they are gone you are working with only one sense so let's say when you go to the second level it's an orange a very different costume and once you wear that then you can operate with only two senses and different obstacles will come and then you go to level 3 so like that you move on until you reach level 7 and then the game is over 
another feature about this game is that once you enter that virtual reality once you go to that particular hub where the game is being played and you enter into the costume and you are part of it you forget the real world that is another part of the game you forget who you are okay so you actually become the character in the game and one of the things to win the game also is that after getting into the hub you also have to learn to remember who you are right otherwise you cannot complete all the seven levels of the game so okay so this game gets started and this game gets developed and then what they do is they create many different hubs across countries across states and many many people are trained of course you know so many costumes are created people who will be participating in playing this game and um, many people are trained into it so and many copies of this game of course you know it's it, it cannot be just with uh, elon musk anymore he has to share with many 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 different more people it cannot just stay with that particular team so they make replicas and replicas and replicas of that game so it can go and play all over all right so i'll just take a pause here so thank you satya and vandita but i hope have you all understood so far what this game is and what the whole thing is any questions anyone maybe some of you may not have understood please ask because then only what i'm going to share next is going to make sense okay so now we'll just pause over here we'll let this analogy stay what it is okay and now we come to the core okay the what the actual thing is so how does this all start we talk about you know the layers uh, or we talk about this whole creation let's put it this way how has this creation come into the existence so initially what is is just emptiness or nothingness okay but when we say nothingness it does not mean that there is nothing there okay it just means no thing no thing is there it is emptiness but it has the potential for everything it is in it's a sea of infinite possibilities that emptiness anything is possible over there yes no thing like um, as i said in the analogy that when elon musk was sitting he was sitting quietly but then there were so many businesses that he could have thought of so many ideas that he could have thought of right just because he's sitting quietly does not mean that nothing is there so here also in the emptiness it's all all possibilities and then the vibrations get created so first thing that creates over here is a vibration in elon musk's case what started was a thought and here we are talking about the vibration begins and we also say thought is also a vibration okay uh so the possibility as i said there are infinite possibilities the possibility appears in the form of a thought uh, of a vibration what we call in hindi nad or in yoga tradition we call it pran so pran vibration and nad they are one and the same thing they are only synonyms over here and now these vibrations have a natural tendency 
to organize themselves okay so some vibrations will get created and fall they go back into the emptiness but certain vibrations will stay and they will self organize themselves into patterns so vibration moving into uh, the pattern so even at the level of vibration one cannot see anything but at the level of pattern something starts appearing and here i will give another analogy so for example let's say there is a blank canvas okay when you decide to draw on the blank canvas first is you can draw anything over there but let's say once you start drawing so the first thing that you draw is a dot isn't it any painting starts with a dot on the canvas first thing so you draw a dot a dot is also a pattern and then let's say you draw a small line that small line is also a pattern and then let's say you draw another line and make a cross of it so it has now moved into a slightly more complex pattern or you can draw using you know five six lines you can draw a flower over there so that is a complex pattern so emptiness vibrations vibrations leading to patterns okay so that is how creation gets started now those patterns there are simple patterns and the patterns which are random they fall away like for example you would have noticed sometimes when you are drawing and the drawing has not come out very good so you will just rub it off isn't it and you will draw again until you are satisfied that what you have drawn is really nice and beautiful yes erasing yes you are right erasing would also be a pattern that's right uh, i will come to it also vandita um uh, so what i'm saying here is that the vibrations are getting organized forming into patterns but some of the vibrations may also be falling down some of the patterns would also be falling down at the same time not that everything is getting created over there but something whatever survives so why is this happening the purpose is survival so these patterns become form into more complex patterns and those patterns which protect themselves and they have evolved they will stay now these patterns uh, there is another thing bit in the patterns there is something called next is process the patterns which are dynamic which are cyclic in nature are called processes and these patterns and processes together will form objects and structures now let me give you an example of a uh, process okay the pattern and the process so process is a pattern that is moving in a cyclic manner okay and cyclic manner means for example um, we see that there is day and night okay the day and night every day you have a day and night 24 hour cycle or there is birth and death there is growth and decay there is uh, there are thought patterns in the mind or let's say another way of looking at a, a process would be that uh, you plant a seed in the ground a tree appears and then after the tree appears it grows then a fruit flower appears then the flower falls and the fruit appears the fruit ripens and it falls and in the fruit there are seeds so the seeds go back again into the earth and through those seeds another tree appears right 
So what is this? Yes, cyclic events. So these are the processes, which is also a pattern. See, everything is vibration. Everything is pattern. The vibration is the most basic aspect. And the next is the pattern. And when a pattern is moving in a cyclic manner, we call it a process. Okay. So even though it is a process, the process also is a pattern. Now, uh, I'm not going to get into the details of the processes, but of course, you know, there are uh, about 14 kinds of processes which have been shared in the program. And uh, uh, what we also have to know is, uh, taking on Vandita's question, when, he, when she said, is erasing also a pattern? Yes, erasing is also a pattern. Now, there are patterns which are getting created and there are patterns which are also getting destroyed at the same time. See, construction and destruction, they are happening at the same time. When a construction is happening, what we are saying is that from a random thing, from a simple thing, it is being evolved and becoming more and more complex. And it is evolving into a higher stage. And when the destruction is happening, what we are saying is a complex thing is now being reduced to a simpler form. So, for example, if we take death, right, let's say when a child is born, that's also a pattern, okay, that's also a process and in the process, the child grows into, uh, you know, a young person and is learning, so every, all the learning is also a pattern, that person's mind, I'm talking about the local mind over here, that is also a pattern, the person does many things, so this is becoming more and more complex, that thing, and when there is death that happens, that is a destruction. So from, from the birth to the death, the person was becoming more and more complex and at the time of death, that complexity is now going into simplicity. So it is being divided into various other smaller patterns. But even in that destruction, even when we say death, there is, uh, you know, like that body is being used by many other organisms, microorganisms. So even in that death, there is a construction of something else. Okay. So birth and death, construction and destruction are two processes which are going on together as part of the creation. So now, um, so what did we say? There was initially emptiness. There was a lot of potential and that potential appeared in the form of vibration. That vibration organized itself and became a pattern. The patterns were first simple and then they became more and more complex. And the complex patterns, then the patterns again organized themselves and then they formed into objects or, uh, you know, the objects. So everything is an object here when we say. Uh, your body is an object and of course the objects that you call you know whether books your laptop your phone all the materialistic things animate inanimate the mountains the trees the animals everything is an object okay and what are objects objects are just vibrations which have uh, evolved from two patterns and more complex patterns and then structures and then these uh, these objects Okay. See, what I shared with you, processes are nothing but cyclic patterns. Okay. The patterns which are cyclic in nature become processes. And when many processes are put together, 
then we call it a program so uh, one of the examples of the program is that uh, let's say when a government puts a development program and they say we need to develop a city so in the city there will be many houses which will be constructed which would be you can say processes uh, there will be roads there will be parks hospitals schools so different different processes which will be coming together uh, so many different things will be defined so when many different processes are put together with a particular goal we call those processes programs and then we have as i said you know these processes are also leading us to reach objects anything which we see is an object and then from that object uh, we form structures that is the next thing in the hierarchy uh, so they are forming structures and from the structures come the layers so for the structure let me give you know one of the examples that i can give you is uh, let's say when you make a house it is a structure uh, sorry when you make a house it is an object and when many houses are put together in a building that building becomes a structure so again we are moving from simple to more and more complex things over there okay in summary again sorry i'm repeating because this is very important possibilities appear in the form of vibrations vibrations forms patterns by self organizing themselves whatever does not protect itself it falls down and then processes drive the patterns to form complex structures and in those structures they are formed as layers okay they organize themselves as layers now layers are very complex evolved and those are the ones which have survived so in this entire process what survives is what are the layers just like in the earlier analogy we saw that there were many many gamers or many game developers who would have participated in the whole program however only seven of them could actually clear the final round right whatever they survived the most complex the most evolved and the best only those survive rest all game developers were left out similarly at every level at the level of vibration pattern processes objects structures layers they have been formed and also being destroyed and only those which survive they remain and they are formed into these layers okay now uh, a very important part of uh, survival okay what survives this is a very important part here uh, which we need to know is that there are three functions what will survive mostly that has been observed okay one is replication whatever gets replicated and the copies are made so if you see in the analogy also i had given an example that when elon musk came up with this whole idea of gaming he made many many copies you know it was the whole game was launched in every country in every state in every possible place now why this replication is important because when it gets replicated then it is going to survive isn't it let's say if i develop a game today and only 10 people come to know about it maybe within a few months okay that is going to get over it will just die or maybe a few years right but 
when a game is created at this level the way he has created and it is launched in every state every country you can imagine so many people know about it now even if tomorrow elon musk is not there the team who created it they are not there but there are so many programs so many copies of it that it is going to survive so this is a very very important part what is it that survives so whatever gets replicated the more copies are made the more it survives we can also see this in you know food chains like mcdonald's kfc pizza hut for example you know these are the top things that are coming to my mind or big brands okay so those brands which really open up everywhere right and if of course at the end there is nothing which survives okay that's a different thing but still they are the ones which survive so whatever gets replicated this is the first point the second point is whatever gets protected the protection who draw a you can say a boundary or there is even this is called a process the protection process okay how it is going to protect itself so for example when they are going to create this game they will put in a lot of you know systems into it to ensure that people are not able to change it right they don't change the program or the coding so they are going to protect it right whatever program that we create anything even when we uh, build a house we created we live there when we go we put a lock over it right what are we doing we are trying to protect it um when we buy a land the first thing that we do is we put a boundary around it to say this is my land it is kind of you know giving uh, a signal to other people or communicate to other people that this belongs to someone so everything needs to be protected so whatever gets protected that will survive whatever will not get protected is going to go down it is going to go back into the emptiness and third thing is evolution evolution is very important the higher it goes the the more and more complex it becomes and the more order it has evolution also means that it has order okay uh the way guruji has used the term entropy you would all know there entropy means chaos correct so the more the entropy the more the chaos the less it is going to survive because it becomes random and it falls down but the lesser entropy it has that means more order the more chances of it being surviving so what are the three factors replication protection and evolution and we saw that elon musk ensured all these three things for his game over there what we find is that these layers now which have formed layered structure is the most optimal and these layers get organized in a hierarchical order okay just like in the game we have level 1 level 2 level 3 right it is Uh, because that is why it makes sense if you see in any game or anything you will see all these levels are there similarly these layers are also organized in a hierarchical manner but although they are hierarchical they also have there is intercommunication between them you know they are not like very fixed layers any of these layers are not fixed they talk to each other there is communication between them and every layer has local memory every layer has um look uh, sub processes to it processes sub processes sub layers and uh, 
this is how it goes so you know one of the diagrams that let me just share with you all here okay now let me just explain this here uh, this diagram that you see now uh, these colors that you see like you know you can see you know they are uh, not very clear layers they are all mixed up so it is saying that whatever has got constructed whatever has survived now is in the form of these layers the layers are also uh, there is an evolution which is happening of the layers and between the layers you see those little little colors those dots there are sub processes every layer has different senses and they are growing and there is also connection between them so there is communication between these layers sorry i need to check you know ideally uh, this session should be done in a classroom right where there is a blackboard or video or something so uh, then i can visually show a lot of things okay great now the next thing that we need to know is see all these layers which are self organized structures they are hierarchical at the same time these layers are what they are part of the whole illusion they are happening in emptiness suppose if we take an example if we take a very big canvas of let's say 100 feet by 200 feet okay just imagine one big canvas uh, near an ocean 100 feet by 200 feet so let's say if that is the existence in that existence and in that emptiness this whole layered structure which is there would be let's say a 1 by 1 cm painting somewhere in that emptiness okay that is what the universal memory that is what all the experience is here and here when we are talking about these layers it means everything which is there and our world now coming to uh, you know the bodies and the world we have understood until the layers so what are these bodies and the worlds what we see as human experience this whole physical world with all the galaxies constellations solar system planets then our earth and these countries and our own body and animals and everything is just one layer it is one layer over here and we don't know how many layers so there are different systems which have given different layers which i'm also i'm going to share with you okay shreya is saying uh, how come we are saying layered structure is most optimal can you throw some light on it okay so this is what has been shared shreya that um, everything gets organized in a layered structure and that is something that we actually see in the nature okay so what i think is that is the most natural way so for example um, you know if you take the if you take soil you would have seen you know uh, we've all studied about soil so we look at soil but we say even as such a simple thing as a soil gets organized in layers there is a top soil and there is bottom soil and something in between and there is uh, you know uh, bedrock over there right even when you talk about air uh, we have in the atmosphere again there are different layers uh so you know these are just two examples that are coming to my mind but mostly that is how we see in nature and even those who have studied the layers what we are calling over here uh, which we say whether lokas or whether we say chakra system or kaya system or kosha system we have found that everything has been organized in the layer that is what has come through the 
experience and possibly that is how maybe nature finds it the most optimal way of putting everything in a layer this is what i understand okay uh, but if anybody else has anything else um, please feel free to share my knowledge again on this topic is very limited okay so you know here even you know as you can all make out all those who have done the path of knowledge program that i have taken this all these notes and everything from the program itself to make it clear and um, one of the ways so you know when i was i have taken that analogy of elon musk and the levels of the seven game seven levels of the game so this is what we say it is here of course there are uh, 10 and when it is written npnm um it is non physical non mental universal memory or you can say universal mind now what is this universal mind this universal mind as i said is everything remember all of it which is there now what is all of that now that universal mind is organized in all these layers we've already understood how these layers are formed from first possibility to vibration to patterns and so on and now finally we've come to layers so one of the ways that we understand the layers is in this particular diagram that potential then we say there are minerals vegetative reptilian mammalian human sapient awakened liberated dissolved so if you see now these are the layers that we have heard of okay so earlier we were not using any of these labels so that you first understand the process now one of the ways that uh, these layers have been uh, defined and divided is in this way like you have starting from the potential raw energy to becoming minerals so you know you can also look these are the different levels of the games so you become in at first level you become the mineral or you are at the muladhar stage the vegetative mind or the swadhishthan right so you can have a look at it so these are all the uh, different layers that is one way of defining it now we come to let's say the characteristics a little bit of these layers these are self organizing multi layered structures and uh, which is happening due to necessity survival and evolution okay these are the important things that you need to remember once the vibration has started taking form one of the things is that it will evolve and it needs to survive it is also we say it is necessity okay we just use that term for survival and another important point is that although we are saying you know it started like this and it has moved on but actually another way of looking at it is that it all happens at once okay it's very difficult to comprehend it but it is happening all of it at the same time okay nobody understand how it is but it's not that you know first one layer appeared and then second layer appeared and then third layer appeared no all of it happened all at one go now between these layers there are no sharp boundaries okay they also dissolve into each other while each one of them has their own separate things they also dissolve into each other sometimes they overlap sometimes they separate themselves from each other there they can be also certain common things between these layers okay it's not that uh, each one is completely separate and different from each other and then each one of them have their own processes and systems to survive 
Okay, so this is a little on these layers. After having understood this now, now we will bring it all together and I hope it will start making more sense. So now we come to us. What do I know about myself? That I am this body-mind structure. So how is this body-mind structure related to these layers? So what is this body? So very well. Now the Elon Musk example is going to help you. So as I said, when you decide to play a particular, you know, that game, so you go to level one and to go to level one, you are given a particular costume. And also with that costume, there are uh, limited abilities that you have, correct? Limited. So on every layer, you get a different body. That's how it is. In every layer, you have a different body. So today when we are donning this human body and we have this body has five senses, this is depicting a particular layer. This shows us that we are on a particular layer, which so we are playing this game on this particular level where there are only five senses through which we operate on. Is this making sense? So our body is nothing but a projection of the layer with limited senses. We have been through many layers before and uh, there are going to be many more layers uh, in the future. And there is a body corresponding to every layer. The layers by themselves are not seen. What are actually perceived are the bodies. It is through the body that we come to understand that there is a layer behind it. So the body that we have right here right now is the physical body or the gross body. And this physical body has evolved and it is the best costume to play on this particular layer of, of the game or of existence or of the whole structured model. I'll just pause here. Is this making sense? So now on every layer there is a corresponding body with corresponding senses. The perception of every layer will only through by donning that particular body. So just like in the game, right? As I said, in that particular game, there are seven levels and for each level, there is a different costume. So how can you go to another level? You have to wear that particular costume. So if I'm wearing a red costume and I am, I am on level one, I cannot go to the second level with that red costume. I have to wear the orange costume or if I have to go on level four or level five. So I have to take on that. So that is how it is. And now how do we know this? How do we know that for every layer there are different bodies and different corresponding senses? Now this is where the occult thing comes in. So let's go back to the game example. Um, let's say that in when you are playing those games, as I said, one of the things that is going to happen to you once you start playing that game is that you will forget who you are. That's part of the game. And let's say once you reach level four, I've made it all up, please. Okay, so I'm just taking level four because that's in the middle. There are three levels below and three above. At level four, once you go, there is a possibility that appears for you to remember that you are playing a game. 
before level 4 you will not remember that you are playing a game and before you entered and said that yes i want to play this game you know that these are the rules so and on level 4 what happens is uh, another part of the whole game is that there are people there are uh, things that are planted in the game which will tell you that you are only playing a game because you have forgotten now right you have forgotten and if you remember on level 4 there is a possibility that now because of these things which are planted in the game which will tell you that you are only playing a game don't get attached to it uh, you know uh, don't get busy over here completely don't forget yourself and if you remember then you can if you remember that there is an option over there that you can visit level 5 or level 6 or level 7 while being on level 4 you can move on to levels up uh, above and you may also come down and see the levels below which you may have forgotten about is this making sense what i'm saying on level 4 in the game there is a possibility for you if you remember let me share now uh one more picture with you guys yes that is similar to awareness you are right madhuri now look at this diagram as per uh, the system that we have in our shastras in the hindu shastras okay it is about 14 different levels that there are 14 and we call them lokas and if you see all these lokas are present in aloka on top left corner you see aloka aloka is like actually it doesn't exist right it is only an appearance but as an appearance there are these 14 and if you look at number 7 that is where we are we are on the mrityu lok or the bhu lok and the physical form as humans and in this level at level 7 so that means we have already possibly played the game in the levels below and have come to level 7 and on level 7 once you become that human there is a possibility for you to realize who you are you can awaken at this particular time and then while you may be in human flesh you may be donning this human body at the same time if you learn uh, the right ways you can learn to shift and move on to other lokas as well you can go to the other lokas visit them understand over there so as part of the whole system you can do that just like as in the game you can uh, you know go above and below at that particular time and this i think uh, as a spiritual seeker is the most important thing it is the most important you know piece of information after having understood all this that while one that while i am a part of a particular layer i am in this body yet there is a possibility of movement over there so first thing is of course which all those on the path of knowledge program know that you are the whole you are the canvas and you are the painting as well which is there you are the vibration you are the pattern everything is nothing but you however you are playing your own game and in that game you have taken on a limited form and once you have taken on a limited form as that part of the play you can still move between different layers you can when when can you move 
after you understand after there is no doubt in you that you are the whole thing once you understand that then you can shift between the layers as well or between the different levels as well and um, but when we talk about layers what it means is that by shifting your attention and this is the most most important part that just by shifting your attention if you learn the right technique even while staying in this particular body with these five senses you can shift to another layer you can that is what we called as uh, what we call the experiments on astral projection that you move to another layer yes satya projection that is what we do okay so here you the existence is appearing in this costume of the human body over here on level 4 of this game or level 7 of this particular diagram that i have shared with you which gives you limited senses and a limited experience but you can from here move on to different layers by shifting your attention and let me give you an example for that uh, when we uh, you know talk about let's say even when i talk about kriya yoga and in kriya yoga what are we most of the exercises and most of the breathing practices they involve that you have to keep your focus on the third eye okay now only keeping the focus on the third eye uh, without the proper practice is not very good let me just put a disclaimer right here because if somebody thinks just by putting you know focusing on the third eye it is going to happen no that's just one part of the whole thing so what are we doing so at the third eye which is the agya chakra which is the sixth layer if we look at the chakra diagram that is the sixth chakra uh, or we can say in the seven levels that is the sixth level so mostly when we are born uh, people are bound in the lower three chakras root chakra sacral chakra or solar plexus chakra so what are we doing in the kriya yoga tradition we are asking the person to do the breathing practices and focus on the third eye so what is happening that means whatever level that you may be at we by shifting your attention to the third eye you are activating that particular layer and you are activating also there is a possibility of activating the body of that particular layer and the senses of that particular layer so at a level 3 or a 4 let's say if you are at a level 4 then you have very limited senses a very limited experience a very limited understanding of the whole thing but if you move on to level 6 then that expands your understanding expands your experience expands and how do they expand because there are more senses which are available at level 6 okay so that is the most important thing for a spiritual seeker to know and all the sadhana all the spiritual practices are nothing but helping you qualify or close that game as soon as possible it's like you know you decided to enter into this game and you now you know as you forgot level 1 2 3 and because of you know all the obstacles that you have uh, come across it has become it has caused you a lot of suffering and now you say no i am now done with all this playing and i think i need to just you know get out of the game now you have got into the game it's not so easy to get out right so there is help which is provided there is help that how can you quickly complete this particular game and 
all your spiritual practices are nothing but shifting your attention to the higher layers and even when we talk about the awareness practice being in the sakshi bhav that's nothing but shifting your attention to the higher layer it is only through a higher layer that you can be in sakshi bhav okay now um, these layers uh, if you see i have already shared you know in the morning the diagram that i shared they have been explained in very different uh, ways uh, like you know the kosha system vandana i am going to come back uh, sorry vandita i am going to come back to your uh, this planes of existence so one is the kosha system so here we are talking about five different layers right to so, annamaya kosh annamaya kosh is our this body the gross body that we are having right and it is very rightly called annamaya because it is completely made of food then we have and most of us have experience of this annamaya kosh until we take on a little spiritual practice or manamaya manomaya kosh of course little bit because manomaya is the mind so there is this pranamaya kosh manomaya kosh vigyanamaya and anandamaya anandamaya is the bliss body so again you know these are also organized into different layers and what is the purpose of spiritual practice to move you into the uh, bliss body or even atman atman is beyond, beyond the bliss body so that means you can also uh, transcend all these bodies and go back into the dissolved state okay yes i forgot to mention one thing that after you complete all the seven levels then what happens after you have completed all the things then what happens nothing you just go back into the emptiness isn't it you just go back to being who you were that's all emptiness dissolved over game over so it all starts with nothing with emptiness and then the whole evolution happens all the layers from everything becoming more and more complex everything go to the top and then dissolve again emptiness again so what is it actually it's nothing but just a play just a game which is going on which you the existence has decided to play and yes then start all over again absolutely satya so you the existence has decided to play this game you are the creator you are the developer you are the player right and then also as part of the game you decided that you want to forget that you are playing the game and you want to take it as real and you want to get lost in it and then again find it and get dissolved and then you know if you want start all over again or you may decide that okay once you get this understanding that i am playing a game you may just decide to stay on level 4 right you may not want to move from level 4 and say okay i want to now i know and i want to help other people who are going to come that you know uh, who will come and play on this level 4 and get lost i want to help them or i'm okay to just move on to level 5 or level 6 and stay there whatever it's it's your game up to you completely okay so eventually it gets back dissolved again and then there is the 31 layers so what vandita has shared is actually the ha huh, so the buddhists have also shared these 31 now it doesn't come in just one picture i think there are three of it the 31 planes of existence okay maybe it will maybe it may not be even be clear but i'm just sharing these pictures over here okay so um 
so these layers have divided been divided from 3 to 31 in different traditions but the most common that we have heard of and that what we know of is the seven like the seven chakras uh that is something which is most popular which people are able to connect with so i think i prefer to stick to that and that is the reason why i took the seven levels of the game as well now uh vandita coming back to your question honestly i don't understand um, you know how they have done the 31 planes of existence is pretty complex uh but what they have done is because this is also we understand that like even if we say one layer for example even in the layer of the humans it's not just we can say the humans right within the humans also there are sub layers what kind of humans are there everybody is not at the same level isn't it so there are different different like that they have created these 31 but one will really need to get into the details maybe we can do that in another session and last thing that i am going to take before i close is that uh, a question that comes to the mind mostly is that if i am free if i am only playing this game i am existence itself then why do i feel so bound why is so many rules and regulations and laws which are binding me right why do i feel so bound and restricted so while i have already answered that question i'll still repeat it because when we are playing a game okay there are bound to be rules now take let's take another analogy let's say you decide to go and play football when you have decided to go and play football and you go into the field there are so many players two teams but there is only one ball right you know that you are going to be restricted and you know there are going to be laws like you have to throw the ball uh, at a particular point to get a goal right there is a place you only have created those laws because otherwise without the laws without the restrictions without the limitations without the rules and regulations there cannot be any game can you think of any game which does not have any rules is there any game in the world which does not have rules or laws or restrictions or limitations can anyone tell me whether it is you start from ludo or sap cd or scrabble or monopoly or any of the sports is it possible to play any game without rules no none it is not possible right yes absolutely graham a game is a set of rules so when here also in this illusion in this creation what are we doing we are playing a game and today we are playing the game of being a human and to play the game of being a human we have been restricted to this particular costume the costume of this gross body with only five senses um, as you all know there are infinite senses otherwise infinite okay but when you are playing human you only have to do with these five senses so what is it for you to know one that okay fine i'm here to play a game and i'm whatever experience even if my experience is limited that's all right i decided to do it what's the problem over there right as long as there is no suffering that's okay but still if i am one who cannot live in this you know i feel bound uh, i feel no i'm done with this game okay then you need to learn more and learn how you can get into a different game right or a different body or a different layer so you can shift between layers so your experiences will increase 
and that is where the whole occult comes in okay but that's again optional the most important thing to know is without any doubt that i am the existence who is playing this particular game so now let me take on the questions that were there yes so rajit had asked me can you please throw some light on replication protection and entropy yes so what i was sharing is that anything that's created and you can see that in your own experience also rajit that what is it that survives see we all talk about survival and survival is very important so things or structures or uh, objects those one which replicate right so even as humans if you see the reproduction is what nothing but replication isn't it when we are reproducing we are reproducing more and more copies or of ourselves everybody is reproducing and nature has ensured that it has made reproduction a very natural system uh, embedded into these bodies itself so that and uh, even in the systems you know mm, what whatever is like the more and more copies which are there let's say if you write a program create a game or create an organization or create a particular product the more and more copies the more it will spread it will survive the less it spreads the lesser the chances of the survival so that is on replication okay second thing is protection whatever you create it is very important to protect it there is a and actually when we say ego you know when i think i am this mind and body this ego is nothing but a protection of this body the ego is that is what it is doing it's a protection system uh, if you see we as i said you know you buy a land you create a boundary around it it is like giving a message it needs to be protected if there is no boundary then anybody can encroach into it isn't it when you put a house again you know there is a boundary around it and there is a lock that you put what is a lock it's a protection system that you do when you create programs coding you put protection around it so nobody as in passwords passwords are nothing but protection all of these are very very important for the survival okay that is the second point and third is entropy entropy means chaos the more the chaos the more are the chances that the system will uh, destroy and the less the entropy the less the chaos and less chaos means it is more and more organized the more it is organized the more order it has the more are the chances of or of its survival so for example let's say uh, you know when we talk about an organization uh, as an organization there is order in the organization there is a structure in the organization the chances and the bigger the organization becomes it is going to survive more if it's just a very small person who's running it let's say a proprietorship or something so it will die down very quickly it will survive for a lesser time but the organization has more chances of survival although one day organization will also die see everything eventually gets dissolved but we are talking about as long as it survives as long as it stays what is it that is going to help it stay over there and survive for the longest period okay. i'll just read now other questions uh, vinay the layered structure here is from the context of evolution of mind 
but in this world all layers coexist at the same time in same location from potential to dissolved and there are many many objects around which are made from objects in minerals and vegetative layer and even the world or the environment around us is also one big complex object is it correct to say that the worlds have their own layered structure yes absolutely so everything have their own layered structure within the layers also there are layered structures and within those layered structures again layers isn't it so for example even when i gave uh, when i said that soil is also organized in layers the atmosphere is organized in layers we are talking about one layer of this human experience of this world that we are perceiving right now and we'll find and even in many things that we create right we put layers around them so it's a very very natural way to create layers and yes you are right they all coexist at the same time from potential to dissolved all the layers are existing at one go true there was there was one more concept there okay i just want to quickly i remembered um in the program so there is local memory and then there is akashic memory and universal memory of course then there is you know there is this thing about greater neighborhood and group memory and you know many of these terms are used there is absolutely no need to get confused it's actually very very simple okay so as i said and i think this guruji has already shared this example uh, in the program somewhere the way to look at it is see all is nothing but universal memory just like as i said that all land is nothing but the entire of earth so when we say earth for example we say universal memory and in the earth you can say when the continents are there you can call them greater neighborhood okay these are the different terms when it comes to countries you can give it you know like a group uh, group mind or group memory and then within the countries when you you know small small when it comes to let's say when it comes to the land which i own i can call it the local memory so it is nothing but the a way of dividing the whole the universal memory in pieces so that you can understand it that's all another thing is yes i want to talk about akashic memory local memory akashic memory and universal memory and here i will take you all back to the game analogy so let us say now let us say satya is playing the game there okay satya is one of the participants in the game so when satya is on level 1 and she is playing the game and whatever she is doing at that point of time is the local memory her memory and let's say when she goes to level 2 she forgets all about level 1 that is how the game is designed so again at level 2 when she is playing the game it becomes local memory again on level 3 it becomes local memory right so whatever she remembers when she is at a particular level and she is playing the game that is local memory now the system the game makes a record of all her memories from the day she entered into the game until wherever level she is at and the level she will go to okay and that is called akashic memory and that is done for all the people who are playing the game all the people all the participants so each participant only remembers a little of when they are playing that game like how um, i would only i don't even remember everything in this particular lifetime isn't it at least until 5 years of age that i was 
I have no memories and now also there is only selective memory. So I, my memory would be a local memory. But there is a record of everything that I have experienced. So we can call it Akashic memory. And then for everyone who is there, so that becomes Akashic memory. And now when the, uh, all these memories, so let's say in this one particular hub, all the participants who are playing like this, there are millions and billions of hubs, right? Where so many participants are playing. Everybody's memory, including everything, and including even those who are not playing the game, right? That all we can call it as an example of universal memory. So this is also just to give you all these terms which have been used in the program. Yes, we can also call it causal body. Yes, you are right. Okay, Madhuri is saying it's like Darwin's theory. He also focused upon survival and protection. Yes, it is about survival. Eventually, I think the survival of the fittest is also what comes over here as we look into all these layers. Okay, Graham is saying this helped so much. The video game was a focused, simple analogy used as a thread to guide us through the maze of this complex topic from beginning to end. Great job. Thank you so much, Graham. Thank you. Thank you, Madhuri, saying so much for putting all scattered concepts to a meaningful conclusion. It gives a holistic view of layered memory structure. So I'm glad if it has made sense to all of you or to any of you over here and it has helped you clarify at least some of these concepts. And in case you did not get it, I know at least those who are on the path of knowledge, it's difficult to... Um, you know, get this concept at one go. Don't worry. It's not about you. Don't think that there is something wrong with you. The topic itself is very, very complex. Okay. So I'm sure um, if you would like to know with further sessions or listening to it again, you will get it. Don't worry about it. Okay. Graham is asking, what exercises do you think can help experience the layers? Ah, that would be all the astral projection exercises, Graham. Experiments of the of sleep and dreams and astral projection. That is how one can experience different layers. And that will also be part of possibly, uh, yes, it will be part of Tantra Bodhi as well. Thank you everyone for all your time. Like it's 10.30. In case you may have any questions and I'm sure you may have, even those who have heard this whole thing for the first time, you may have questions, I understand. Please feel free to ask and maybe I'll... You know, either answer in the group or we'll take them on in the next session.